Hi, this is Sarit Schwetzer, and welcome to the It Is Taught podcast, a podcast devoted to the teachings of Rabbi Schneir Zalman of Liadi, as recorded in his most famous work, the Tanya. My hope for this show is to make these teachings accessible and relatable to the average person, regardless of prior Jewish education or affiliation. The episodes follow the prescribed daily study portions and are meant to serve as practical lessons in how to live your life as your true self and develop an authentic and powerful relationship with your Creator. I have personally experienced the effects the study of this work has had on me, and I'm excited to share what I can of this knowledge with you. So please join me on this journey of learning, self-growth, and connection with your source. Hi, and welcome to the It Is Top podcast. This is episode 162 for the second of ER in a leap year. And today we're going to talk about the difference between a trust fund baby and an entrepreneur. So what does this have to do with Tanya, you may ask? Well, we'll find out. So when we think about a trust fund baby versus an entrepreneur, what really comes to mind? Well, a trust fund baby is somebody who lives their life without having to worry about money at all. They are totally taken care of and it's not at all by their own merit. They just happen to be born into a family that made a lot of money. Uh, maybe they are affiliated with people that make a lot of money and somehow they latched onto this trust and they are set for life. They don't have to work a day in their life and they are totally set. So there's something really great about that, right? Definitely something uh, that we might wish that we had. It might sound really, really appealing. But then we think about an entrepreneur, a, a successful entrepreneur, somebody who really built themselves up from scratch out of nothing and became a multimillionaire out of their own efforts. And while maybe that trust fund baby might like be basking in more wealth seemingly on a certain level, there's something that we can all appreciate about an entrepreneur. And there's something very special about the, the entrepreneur and, and an advantage that the entrepreneur has over that trust fund baby. And most likely the money that the entrepreneur is going to make is going to hold more value to them. There's something even we kind of can appreciate that there's a value to that money that the entrepreneur is making versus the value that the trust fund baby has in terms of their own merit, right? So this is a very apt analogy as to what we're, we've been discussing, discussing lately in the Tanya and what we're going to continue to discuss today. Uh, namely, instead of talking about money as treasures, we're talking about different types of love of God as treasures, because loving God is also something that we can consider to be a treasure, a very valuable asset. And we've been talking about how there are some types of love of God that come to a Jew innately. It's something that we're all born with. And there's other types of loves that we need to work for and that might be really difficult and that really require a lot of effort. And so yesterday we really focused and the and the the episode before that I believe as well, we've really been focusing a lot on the value of these more innate types of love, the the more trust fund kind of loves that we all were gifted just by some mere facts of the sake of us being Jews. To recap just what those two loves are, there's two, two types of love which are innate to every single Jewish person. The first one is loving God in a recognition of the fact that he is our love uh, life force. So it's related to the fact that we all love our lives, our very lives. And so it's a recognition of God as being life. And then the second type of innate love that we all have is the recognition of God as being our father, being the father, our true ultimate father. 
And it's the love of a son towards a father or a child towards a parent. Um, the willingness that a child would have to give up their very own life for their parents. This is the second type of love which every single Jew has. And yesterday we talked about how the, these two types of love which are really innate and natural inside of a person, are, we shouldn't really... Um, just take them for granted, but we actually should develop them and cultivate them in, in order to really bring them out from just being in this like dormant state inside of us and actually make them become really revealed. So that sounds really nice and good, right? And so now we're left off and some of you might have a question now if you've been following along in the Tanya so far uh, that there's this other love that we have mentioned previously, which is not a type of love that is innate. There's a certain type of love which is not something that we're all born with. And in fact, it's the opposite of something that we're all born with. It's something that we need to work at in order to cultivate. And it and it is exactly in, in proportion to our effort. This is the type of love of God, which is called avat olam. This is the type of God that involves meditation and contemplation upon God's presence here in the world. So it's a very worldly focused uh, recognition and love. And it's, it's really just a recognition of how vast God's presence here is in this world and in all the worlds, really. And so the question might come up for you as to if we've been learning about these these innate loves and we've been learning that not only are they just innate inside of us and it's something we're born with, but we actually even can cultivate them and develop them even further and they seem really, really great. And we talked about how yesterday they actually are stemmed and rooted in the Ava Rabba, which is the highest type of love. Why do we even need this Ava Tolam? Is it even necessary? Maybe we can just like bypass that entire level. Maybe it's sort of like just this like little like step that we can just pass over. We don't, we don't really need it. Like kind of like if you were a more advanced student in school, you might skip a grade. So maybe we should just skip this avatolam. It doesn't seem to be that anything so special. We can just like advance to those further greater steps. So today we're actually going to focus on this avatolam and we're going to focus on how there is a place for it. And more than there being a place for it, it's something that we really should focus on. And in a certain sense, we should really give it extra special focus. And the reason why is exactly this idea of like the difference between a trust fund baby versus an entrepreneur. A trust fund baby, which is all nice and good, and why not be a trust fund baby? And why not maybe even if you were born into a family with a lot of wealth, maybe at some point you want to work for the family business and you want to develop your trust to even further degrees. That's great. Good for you. But what if you were to go on your own accord and you were to say, you know what? It's really nice. Uh, parents that you've given me this money and that I have this and I don't have to work a day in my life, but I actually want to work and I don't want to work for the family company. I want to start my own business. I want to do something on my own. And then if you took the same person and they actually went out and they actually started a business from scratch, not using the money that that was given to them by their family, but actually just, just working from the bottom up, there really would be something very amazing about that. And the person working most likely would, there'd be a certain passion in their work and there'd be a certain passion in every bit of money that they make that might not be there in the money that they have from the trust or from the family business. So similarly here too, as we'll learn when we get into the text, there's a certain passion that can come about and it's likened to like a bonfire, like a fiery flame, like fanning the flames of the fire when we develop this 
avat olam, this type of love of God that requires our effort, that's dependent upon our effort. So let's get straight into the text and see how the Alter Rebbe explains this. And for context, this is going to be the conclusion of chapter 44 of Likutei Amarim. So here we go. So again, so the context is that yesterday we've really been talking about these, focusing on the two innate types of love. The love of God is our life and the love of God is being our father and how they're innate within us, but we still need to really develop them further and bring them out into revelation. And now the altar of here uh, continues and he says that in spite all of this, in spite of these two innate types of love that we have, we still need, a person still needs to toil with their mind to really try to understand and comprehend, comprehend to get to the aspect of avat olam, to that this is this love of the world that we've described above that comes about, how do we get this avat olam? It comes about through tvuna and dots. So it's through meditation, intellectual meditation, and really trying to understand, really trying to know in a real way, the greatness of God in order to, and why do we need to do this? This is in order to make bigger, to uh, to increase the size of the bonfire of love with burning coals and a great fiery flame that's very intense and that rises up to the heavens until the point. So we want to really, really like fan the flames of this bonfire of love to the point that it becomes so intense and so strong that it says that maim rabim lo yuchlu lechabot. And this is a citation from Shir HaShirim, chapter 8, verse 7, which means that even very great waters will not be able to extinguish this fire because it will be so, so, so intense. And rivers will not be able to wash it away, etc. So there's a, so, and, and now the altar will explain that there's actually a great advantage to this type of fire which is likened to burning coal, uh, burning coals and a great fiery flame that comes about. And how does this fiery flame come about, this fiery flame of love? It comes about through meditation, through tvuna and dots, through understanding and knowing about the greatness of God. And it, and there's an advantage to this type of, of, uh, of love over and above these two innate types of love that, we do, that we've been descri- describing, which are not actually so fiery and are not actually so... Uh, burning in the same way. So, uh, so again, to go back to those two innate types of love that we discussed previously, they're very strong and they're very real, but they're not burning. They're not loud. They're not like passionate in the same way. So this type of love that we've been describing, this avat olam, the love that comes about through a person's own work, through a person's toil and really trying uh, very much so to try to understand God and try to understand Hashem's presence here in the world and how God fills all the worlds, there's an advantage to this. And the advantage is likened to gold over silver. So that's a pretty big advantage, right? So it's like silver is a very precious metal for sure. Nobody would ever say that it's not, but there's something much more special about gold that everybody understands. And the Alter Rebbe says, we're going to explain this further later, even more. We're going to elaborate upon this and that will be in chapter 50. So coming up in a few more episodes, then we'll, we'll get more into this. And this is something, concludes the Alter Rebbe, that this is actually something that every single person should strive for. And this is actually their purpose in order to really know the glory of God and to know the value of his glory each person according to their ability, according to what they can do. And then the Altarabi concludes here with a citation from Ramahamna in Parshat Bo that says, in order that they may know him. So meaning that every single one of us has this obligation to 
take the time to really, really try to the best of our abilities to understand and know God to as as much as we can. So that's the end of this chapter and that's the end of the section for today. So just to recap again, so bringing it back to that analogy of the trust fund baby versus the entrepreneur. Well, there's something really nice about being born into a family with a lot of wealth, which is the in the analog that is the Jew who is born into the world with certain loves of God that's just given to them as a gift from heaven it's in our dna there's something really nice about that and then if the it's even nicer if then the trust fund baby goes on and works in the family business and really cultivates that wealth and really tries to develop it further so that would be likened to the person who is the jew who has these innate types of love and then they go on and they actually try to develop it and further it and deepen it so that's really nice but then what we've really focused on today is this next level where we actually take that trust fund baby and the trust fund baby no longer just relies on this innate inherited wealth that they have but they actually go out and they create something new with their own abilities and that there's something really much more special about that and there's something much more passionate and fiery about that and again in the analog what that would be it would be a person who as a Jew, and yes, they have this innate love of God, these two types of innate love of God, which is great. However, those two types of innate love of God are not really, really described as being super fiery or like with a lot of flame and burning and that kind of thing. So they actually go out and they try to use their own mental capacities to use their own intellect to really try to understand God according to their intellectual capacities. And that is what's going to bring them to this other type of love, this avat olam, which is likened to gold over silver, which is really something special. And this is something that is going to be a much more fiery experience. So I hope that was interesting to you and clear. And um, as always, if you have any questions at all, any comments or anything, I love seeing comments in YouTube, um, Facebook, wherever you listen to it. So um, so you can definitely leave me comments there and we will continue tomorrow when we begin chapter 45 and I will speak to you then. Thanks for listening to the It Is Top podcast hosted by Sarit Switzer. This podcast is dedicated in loving memory of my maternal grandfather, Avraham Yitzhak ben Binyamin Cohen of Blessed Memory. Music by Shoshana. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the show, please share it with others and subscribe on YouTube, Apple iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And make sure to leave us a five-star review. To find out more about the It Is Taught project, including more information on my soon-to-be-published book, please visit our website, itistaught.com. To catch the latest from me, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Looking forward to speaking with you tomorrow, and until then, have a great day.